Welcome to another Folk Roots Radio. I'm Jan Hall. All the best in Folk Roots, Americana, singer-songwriters and blues, and artist interviews. On Folk Roots Radio, we're all about the music and the people that make it. Now, coming up on Folk Roots Radio, we have another all-Canadian episode featuring an in-studio appearance by Toronto-based singer-songwriter Sarah Hiltz, alongside new music from the Ennis sisters, Tavi, Annie Lou, the Barra McNeils, Ian Foster, and the Julian Taylor Band. And we're starting off with this song. This is The Fortunate Ones with Before You. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm John Hall. Keep moving on 
rising tide, a rising tide. Time to hold on, time to let go. Time to find the greater flow. Currents swell. This is Beth Wood, and you're listening to Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall. Thanks, Jan. Welcome back to Folk Roots Radio. We started off the hour with Catherine Allen and Andrew O'Brien as Newfoundland's Fortunate Ones with the song Before You from their second album, Hold Fast, which was produced by Daniel Ledwell. We followed that with Maureen Karen and Teresa Ennis as the Ennis sisters 
with the song Own Sweet Time from their latest album Keeping Time, which they describe as a bit of a concept album, with the theme of honouring the time you spend with loved ones, and in particular, the passing of their father, who they sadly recently lost to dementia. And we wrapped up the set with Toronto's Tavi, with the title track from her latest album Rising Tide, which features support from bluegrass star Claire Lynch and her band. And in the background, it's Annie Lou with the instrumental home fires from her latest album, Endzone. Next up, Sarah Hiltz joins us live in the studio. But before we get there, this is Sarah Hiltz with a live version of Best I Can Believe. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. Do I? 
That's Sarah Hiltz with a live version of Best I Can Believe from her latest release, Beauty in the Blue. Originally from Chatham, Ontario, and now based in Toronto, Sarah has been turning heads with the quality of her songwriting, which dips from folk into jazz. Her latest album, Beauty in the Blue, was produced with Kevin Howley from Running Red Lights and features songs written while riding the rails across Canada as part of the Via Rail Artists on Board program. And Sarah Hiltz is our special guest in the Folk Roots Radio studio today. Great to have you in the studio with us today. It's so nice to be here. Really nice to be here. Well, I have to say, I love it when people bring a guitar and play for us. Mm-hmm. You're an artist that's been on our radar for quite a while. My good friend Dale Butler always says wonderful things about you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think because you're new to, to this show, I'm going to give you a chance to, to, to talk a little bit about your music. Sure. Uh, tell us how you got started. My dad is a musician, so he was always playing playing tunes. And when I was really young, I was three years old, actually, listening to music in, in my parents' living room and thinking, this is what I want to do when I grow up. I want to make music. And that's just always been my goal since that young age. So I started playing guitar when I was 12 and writing songs right away from then. And I would play, um, uh, you know, at school. I would play at church, and uh, I started actually singing with my dad in pubs in Chatham from that young age, even just singing harmony and, and doing the songs that I had written. And uh, it's just grown from there. When you moved from Chatham to Toronto, was mm-hmm. that because it's a better place to, to be making music? Yeah, yeah. It's hard to make a full-time career of music in Chatham, I find. It's, it's a struggle. So uh, I thought, if I'm going to give it a shot, I should really try to get to a bigger center where I'm going to have the opportunity to meet more people who are involved in the music industry. And and that's why I thought I wanted to stay in Canada rather than going to New York or L.A. or Nashville, which are I'm sure are great, but I, I just uh, I, I wanted to stay on home ground for the time being. So Toronto seemed like the right choice. So tell us a little bit about your recorded work. Uh, I'm not sure what number album Beauty in the Blue is for you. I mean, it depends on where you start counting. <laughs> where you stop, yeah. <laughs> My first EP I did when I was really young, about 13 or 14. So that that one, I, I usually, uh, I, I don't count that one. It has the first song I ever wrote on it. And uh, what that, sort of song was that? It was a song I wrote about a fight I had with my friend when I was 13. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I usually start counting at the album How Many Fires. It was my fir- first full-length album. And, and it was the first one that I was producing myself as well. So that was released in 2009, and we recorded the whole thing, 10 tracks, in, in four weeks with a lot of produced band parts and everything and uh, some string arrangements that I, I tried to do. Yeah, so that was that was good. My first kind of real project that I, w- I had a little bit more creative say in, I'd say. After that, I did a project that was for a music festival that happened in Chatham. They called it, what did they call it? CK on the Edge. So it was sort of inspired by the concept of Fringe. And and they asked me to put together a proposal for a show. So I had a a collection of songs that I had written that were about really specific events that had happened in my life. Uh, And so I wrote letters to the subjects of the song and, and they, I did them all in different styles of calligraphy. I learned how to do calligraphy for that project. And then I, 
I did spoken word. I read the letters aloud concurrently with the songs. And so then I put out a little EP that had copies of those handwritten songs and it came in an envelope but I put a wax seal on them <laughs> and when people would buy it I would write their name in calligraphy as if it had been an envelope addressed to them so that was a, the second and then I did a little EP of Christmas tunes just four tunes I worked on that actually while I was on the train and just finished up kind of some of the video stuff for that album or EP and then I did a jazz album which was recorded all live off the floor with a bunch of my favorite standards. Um, and that one's called Till the Sun Falls. And that brings us to Beauty in the Blue. Which was from last year, 2017. Last year, yeah, in yeah. November. Yeah. Tell us about making that album. The interesting thing is that, you know, learning more about your music. I mean, you're a singer-songwriter. There's clearly some of the folk tradition in there. But what struck me is that you do have very strong jazz leanings. And there's some experimental sides to this you know there's a, yeah. a little ambient feel right. to some of these tracks on the album <laughs> yeah yeah so for each song I kind of would just sit down and and try to think about what I really wanted to feel like you know what a, when I, when somebody listens to the recorded version what do I want them to experience while they're listening it listening to it um and so sometimes it just it I wanted to create more of an atmosphere in the song, right? That's, that's not just, that kind of goes beyond the lyrical storytelling into, into, you know, really setting a tone where you can just sort of get lost in, in the recording, I hope, you know, and this album, I think is the closest I've come to being able to achieve that. Yeah. And it just, it takes, it takes a lot of hands to make that happen, right? I might have a concept in my head, but I can't play all the instruments that are on the album. So it just comes down to working with the musicians. And I had, I had great people in the studio with me who really got behind what I was trying to say and and create, you know, experientially for listeners. My guitar player, uh, Dave Puzak, he's, he's an old friend. I've known him since I was a teenager. But this is the first time we've worked on a recording together. And it was just, it was a great time I would I was able to tell him like, I want this guitar solo to kind of <laughs> express you know the opposite side of what I'm talking about in the story and, and I would just sort of say something pretty abstract to him but I, I felt like when he played the notes you know at that the emotion that I was trying to convey was coming through in his playing that just happened with a lot of a lot of different people who played on the record and you produced the album with Kevin Howley from Running Red Lights, who are yes. another Toronto band, right? They are, yeah. Yeah, so my guitar player Dave plays with that band, so that was how I got to know everybody in that group. And they're all really great people that I love a lot. And we did a tour together in Ireland and in the UK a few years ago. And so that's kind of when I really developed relationships with the, the people in that band and and uh, was looking to do another album. And Kevin is super supportive of the music I'm making. Um, so it just, it was a, it was a really good fit working together. Yeah. So tell us about the songwriting. You know, I love the story of writing the songs well, riding the rails yeah. between Toronto and Vancouver. And you know, the, the Via Rail program is just so cool. Mm -hmm. I, I have to say, I, I think it's such a smart thing for them to be doing, mm -hmm. but a great opportunity for young, young musicians like yeah, yourself definitely. to to be able to to get out there and, you know, not only cross the country, but have fun doing it as well. Yeah. Do you find songwriting quite easy? 
Um, I mean, I don't think it's, it's not easy. Um, it's, it's definitely work. I, I really enjoy it though. Uh, I think that the thing for me is that it's finding time to do it. If I sit down and, and just decide I'm going to work on some songwriting, I can usually come up with something that I like, you know, but it's, it's just, it, sometimes it takes a while, right? So sometimes I might have to work for 10 hours before I have something that I'm ready to share with the world, you know, that's, that's even close to being at that point. And sometimes it's hard to set that much time aside at once or to know that there's not going to be a disruption that's going to pull you out of it. Are you a songwriter that, you know, works on a melody first and then, you know, starts to think about what lyrics you'd like to put that with that? Or, you know, some of your lyrics seem quite poet poetic. And I just wondered mm -hmm. whether you actually had the lyrics or the lyrical ideas crafted before you actually start to to think yeah. about what a song would be like. I usually I usually do the the song the lyrical writing partly first. I don't have it finished. So that what I would end up doing a lot on the train because I can't actually just be jamming out in my little cabin there. You're not supposed to make a lot of noise. I bet the other passengers <laughs> wouldn't want to hear me sing the same verse 20 times in a row. <laughs> so what I end up doing is writing a lot of prose on the train and just taking that time to kind of reflect and, th you know, figure out what it is that I'm thinking about and kind of try to delve a little bit more into my subconscious and, and bring up some of those thoughts and, and make them a little bit clearer to myself and put it in words on paper so that I, I know what it is I want to say, you know, what it is I want to communicate in a song. And then when I have time, usually in my own space at home, I, I feel like m melodies, that part of songwriting for me, isn't that difficult. Like I, I, I do some jazz improvisation vocally. So I, I might, I play a lot of jazz standards, right? And sometimes I'll just improvise over the changes, uh, doing some scat singing. So coming up with a melody, that part is pretty fun and it, it can be pretty quick. It's the lyrics and, and knowing what it is I want to say in a song that takes longer. So the train uh, gives me time and space to do that because you've got nowhere to go. Right? <laughs> You're just sitting still for four days. I mean, for me, it is because I'm usually traveling west and, and back to Toronto from out west. So, yeah, I, and you're just staring out a window at really beautiful Canadian scenery. And uh, I sometimes will just make it an exercise of trying to describe what it is I'm seeing out the window or, or describe interactions that I'm either a part of with other passengers or witnessing between passengers. And it's it's just a, there's just all kinds of fertile ground there for finding something to talk about, you know. Yeah, certainly train travel has that hypnotic feel, you know, the, Definitely. the way that the carriages tend to shake. And, yeah. and the fact is, you say, you know, you, you're staring out the window, you know, looking at the countryside. It's probably a pretty good place to actually get mm -hmm. creative. Yeah. As long as you don't make too much noise. Exactly, right. <laughs> Tell us about the first song you played for us. That was Best I Can Believe. Best I Can Believe. I, that one, I did write lyrics for that on the train as I was crossing the prairies. So it was a, a trip I took in the summertime on the train. And uh, there was a lightning storm one night. So I went up and was sitting in the dome car and nobody else was up there. It was just me by myself. And, and the sky stayed light for so long. I, it was about 10 p.m. before it, it started getting actually really dark. But it was like natural fireworks. Just the, the sky just kept changing color. It was really, really beautiful. And at the time, I was just thinking about uh, 
a particular friend of mine and, you know, where, where our friendship was at in that moment. And it was just kind of that natural setting and the thing that was sort of weighing heavy on my mind. I was just writing about that. And then later when I set it to melody, I just am flipping through my notebook of, you know, what have I written lyrically that I, that sort of is going to suit the, the melody that I've created. And then I'm, and then I kind of will take from that prose and create more poetic lyrics if it's, you know, not rhyming yet. <laughs> oh, it's great. I love to hear the stories behind the music. Let's play another track. What are you going to play for us? Um, I'm going to play the first song I ever wrote that was inspired by the train travel. Uh, and it's called How to Pour Whiskey for Strangers. Because I, I spent my, my last evening on the train of the first trip with four strangers I had met that day. When you're traveling on the train, if you're there for four days, you kind of start to feel like you get to know people. You know, I had my friends on the train that I had been eating my meals with or spending some of my downtime with. And on the last evening, none of them were around anymore. So I, I spent my time with these these strangers who were all lovely people. And there's just a thing about traveling. You know, you if you're traveling alone, you, you're just going to find people. You're going to connect with them in a really unique way, you know, a little bit quicker than if you were to meet them in your regular everyday life. And, and that's what the song's about. This is Sarah Hiltz with the song How to Pour Whiskey for Strangers. And you can find it on her 2017 album, Beauty in the Blue. And you're listening to Folk Roots Radio. And I'm Jan Hall. Ago. Black jagged landscape against a sapphire glow I sitting still but somehow moving Through tunnel darkness towards moonlight I guess that means I lost a bet I owe someone somewhere an unpayable debt Yes, the night has many faces And some of them must put me through my faces I'm staring into faces that I don't know Come on, look me in the eyes I need to feel somebody's soul I can see you keep your secrets hidden underneath that hat Won't you tell me share another drink to pass the time I'll share my whiskey like you shared your wine rice moves over rougher edges of rocky mountains and conversations I measure the weight by rhythm hold horizontally for so long I make it equal by the sound Stop the board Before you hear this note's gone I'm staring into faces That I don't know Come on, look me in the eyes I need to feel somebody's soul I can see you keep your secrets hidden Underneath that hat Won't you tell me Everything 
to feel somebody's soul I can see you keep your secrets hidden underneath that hat Won't you tell me everything about that? Well, you're standing on your own two feet Pretending that you can't But if we're gonna waste the night away That's the worst thing to pretend Pretend you know me well And that we've always been good friends Just pretend until the night is ended That's Sarah Hiltz with How to Pour Whiskey for Strangers. Sarah's our special guest live in the studio for Folk Roots Radio today. That song is from her 2017 album, Beauty in the Blue, which was recorded based on songs that she wrote while traveling on the Canadian. I think that's the train mm-hmm. between Toronto and Vancouver. Yeah. How many times have you ridden the train? Um, It's four or five. Yeah. Not a ton, but it's four days each time, and that every time it's just really impactful. <laughs> and it's always just one way, and then you fly back. Is that the? Yeah, that's what I've always done. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you find it uh, wearing at all? You know, having to. You know, I think you play what two or three shows uh, a, day? a day. Yeah, yeah. It it can be. I the last time I did it, I had a cold, so that was really tough because the train is quite loud, actually. So it's hard to project. You just have to kind of snatch your moments of rest in there. And that there's there's lots of of quiet time with nothing much going on, so it, it is tiring, but it it balances out. I feel like it's de- it definitely balances the mountains balance it out. <laughs> you moved to Toronto from Chatham. I did for your career. Mm-hmm. Um, you recorded your last album, Beauty in the Blue, in 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your plans for this year, as far as your music is concerned? Yeah, this year I would really like to do a lot of playing. I, I didn't really perform much while I was working on the album, and I really miss uh, sharing songs with people in person. So I'm going to be playing a lot more through the summer and fall, and uh, I'm working on booking some dates out towards eastern Canada because I haven't ever played east of Montreal before. So I'd really like to make a visit out there since I've done the western side so many So maybe times. take the Montreal-Halifax yeah, exactly. Think, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to look into that. Yeah. Uh, and I'm hoping to play in each of the maritime provinces. Yeah. You you mentioned your, you know, the fact that when you um you're warming up, you might improvise with some jazz and there is clearly jazz leanings in your music. Mm-hmm. I I'm curious as to whether you think, you know, over time you'll get more into the jazz side of things or whether you'll stay closer to the folk tradition. Again, I mentioned that one of the things that came through on that last record was the desire to be a little experimental. There's mm-hmm. some ambient sections to, to some of the songs. You any idea where you think your music will take you? Um, I mean, I don't want to limit myself for sure. I think, I think the thing I've, I feel the most connected to about, about songwriting and sharing it with people is kind of the storytelling and how that, how that affects the listener and how that can impact them and their lives. So I feel like sometimes that might be, that that can happen in a jazz world. And I, I feel like sometimes improvising can communicate something that you can't really find words to communicate. So um, it's possible, but I'm, I wouldn't call myself like a true blue 
jazz musician, but you know, I, I haven't, I'm not a monster player. <laughs> I don't, I don't know all my scales and everything, but yeah, I would, you know, I'm sure that for myself, I, I'd still like to grow and learn more. I was just, I was just trying to learn about the altered scale a couple months ago in a new song that I wrote and it had to, had to step away from it. Cause I'm like that. I can't actually create a melody over this particular scale yet. I don't have the, the skill for it yet. But I, I mean, I'll definitely explore it. Even just for myself, I'll, I'll continue exploring jazz. You're playing live solo for us today. <laughs> uh, tell us a little bit about the, the live experience. Are you usually solo for those two? Or do you play with a, a duo trio or uh, a band? I Occasionally I play with uh, a trio or quartet, depending on, on whether I have a bass player available. Dave Puzak, who plays guitar uh, all over the album, he, he also plays bass with me if... Uh, you know, if we're going to just work with a smaller group and my husband, Jordan Michaelis plays drums with me. So I mean, that's an iteration I really, really enjoy because I've known Dave for so long. And, and then, uh, my husband also is really, uh, you know, obviously <laughs> living together. He hears the songs before anybody else does. And then I usually send them to Dave so that the two of them, I feel like understand my songwriting better than you know, most people do. And so it's really fun to create music with them because they we're kind of all, you know, centered around a common goal of what we're trying to express through the music. So I, I do usually prefer if I can to play with a group, but I end up playing solo a lot. Because of the logistics and the logistics. especially with travel. Exactly. Yeah. Your husband, is he a, a rock drummer or is he a jazz drummer or does he, is he, you know, comfortable in a lot of different styles? Um, he, I would say, is more more of a, a rock drummer with a, with a jazz interest. He's taken some, some jazz lessons, but, but started out in the rock world. Yeah. Do you see yourself collaborating with anyone else down the road as from the point of view of writing? I mean, is that something you've considered? Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I'm just trying to explore it now. I actually, it makes me really nervous <laughs> because I don't know what other people do in their, their own creative processes. So I think that that's really held me back in the past because I'm nervous to to, to look like I don't know what I'm doing or something. <laughs> well, you know, from people like myself, I just look and say, oh, isn't that amazing? Isn't that right. amazing? Because, you know, one of the things, because I, I do so many interviews, one of the things I love is is hearing people talk about not just what they've done and how much fun they had in the studio or on tour, but I always love to hear, you know, mm -hmm. what are the future plans? What are the, you know, yeah. how are you going to stretch? Because that's one of the things that yes. always comes through yeah. when you talk to creative people. It's always, you know, how can I you know, push yes. my boundaries a little further and what yeah, I'm comfortable exactly. with. Exactly. I've been, I've been meeting with some other songwriters in Toronto occasionally, just, just one, like one-on-one -on -one and sharing what new things we've been working on and kind of, even if it's not a finished song. And that's something I usually don't do. I'm, I don't usually show somebody a song until it's finished. So I feel like that was the first step for me to be willing to, you know, play something for someone that's unfinished and be willing to take feedback on that um, is sort of the first step to me to be ready to collaborate on songwriting because I'd really like to do that. Well, it's been great to have you join us today. If people want to learn more about your music, how can they do that? I am on Spotify and Apple Music, Google Play. Uh, so you can stream the album there for sure. You can order it on my Bandcamp page and I'm on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all the places, and I'd love to connect with people. You're obviously a modern musician. 
very I adjusted <laughs> to the, the musical world we live in today. Yes, I'm an old soul doing my best no. to be with the times. <laughs> yeah. And you have your website. What is your website address again? SarahHiltz.com. SarahHiltz.com. It's Hiltz with a Z, H-I-L-T-Z. That's great. It's been mm-hmm. great to have you join us. We have time for one more song. Right. What are you going to play for us? I'm going to play What We Leave Behind. The song is uh, about a woman I met who who had a lot of struggles and obstacles put in her in her path in life. And uh, she wasn't somebody that I knew very well, so there wasn't really anything I could tangibly offer um, to make it better. But uh, I feel like sometimes love, uh, I, I don't know, love conquers all. I try to really believe that. So I wrote this song about that. Sarah Hiltz, it's been an absolute pleasure having Thanks, you join Jen. us in the studio today. This is Sarah Hiltz with a live version of What We Leave Behind from her 2017 album, Beauty in the Blue. And you're listening to Folk Roots Radio. And I'm Jan Hall. And thanks again. Thanks, Jen. Nothing I can do and do this, though There's nothing I can do and do this, though
Hey there. Ooh, this is Ian Sherwood, and you're listening to Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall. Like now we cross the river wide. Seems like now I got you by my side. Now all we gotta do is try to remain true to the little bit of grace these wandering hearts provide. Seems like now we're at a mountain low. It seems like now it'd be easy to let you go. But I don't want some twist of fate Losing me your pretty face Don't know much, that's one thing that I know Oh, what does it mean? All these spaces in between Losing love and letting it set you free Oh, maybe it's easier Than we ever thought it could be So slow down, darling, stay right here with me Seems like now I've been on the road so long Seems like now your voice is just a song Sweet and low, something I need Coming to me on the breeze Breaking my heart just before it's gone Oh, what does it mean? All these spaces in between Losing love and letting it set you free Maybe it's easier than we ever thought it could be So slow down, darling, stay right here with me It's a sandy beach, it's a hole in one 
Taking a stroll in the midnight sun There's peace of mind when you're jigging the line You're feeling happy and you don't know why We're all on the take We hunt and we gather shop till you drop What does it matter when the dole is spent? The landlady comes Knock, knock, knock at the last month's rent Everybody needs a place of their own A basic shelter they call home A satellite dish and a couple of cats Security system and a welcome mat With me to run ya, fallin' in ya Livin' in a land of milk and honey Me to run ya, fallin' in ya Livin' the dream on borrowed money Me to run ya, fallin' in ya Livin' in a land of milk and honey Me to run ya, fallin' in ya It's a royal flush when the deal is done There'll be pockets lined in an offshore fund When the money changes, they control the dough The treasury's empty and the war grows old But the word in the street is all that matters Wave a gun in the air, watch them scatter Two bits to watch a high dive and act Too young to die and all of that crap Everybody needs a place of their own A basic shelter they call home Satellite dish and a couple of cats Security system and a welcome mat With me to Raya, fallin' in ya Livin' in the land of milk and honey To Raya, fallin' in ya Livin' the dream on borrowed money To Raya, fallin' in ya Livin' in the land of milk and honey To Raya, fallin' in ya When you stop to think There's a time to work A time to drink A time for love A time for war Somebody out there's been keeping the score Because it's all been said It's all been done Before you open your mouth You better learn how to run Gotta make your way to the front of the pack Keep looking ahead Cause you can never go back Looking ahead Cause you can never go back Looking ahead Cause you can never go back Everybody needs a place of their own A basic shelter they call home Satellite dish and a couple of cats Secure the system and a welcome back With me to Raya, fallin' in ya To Raya, fallin' in ya Taking a stroll in the midnight sun There's peace of mind when you're jigging the line You're feeling happy and you don't know why That's Cape Breton's The Barry McNeils with the catchy Living the Dream from their latest album, On the Bright Side. Before that, St. John's Newfoundland's Ian Foster with a live version of his song Right Here from his 2014 album The Great Wave. And that was recorded live for the Sun Parlor Coffeehouse Sessions. 
you can check out the Sun Parlor Coffeehouse Sessions online at sunparlorsessions.com and on YouTube. And Ian Foster is on tour across Ontario and Newfoundland this summer. For more information, you can visit ianfoster.ca. And that's just about all we can squeeze into this hour of Folk Roots Radio. You can check out the full playlist for this episode on our website at folkrootsradio.com. And you can also listen to previous episodes on demand. And thanks again to all of our radio partners who help us bring Folk Roots Radio to you each week. You can find me on Facebook at The Usual Place, Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall, and on Twitter at Folk Roots Radio. We'll leave you with a perfect way to wrap up a show. The Julian Taylor Band have a new single out. It's entitled Sweeter, and it's a nostalgic look back at a cross-Canada road trip that Julian took as a child in 1986. And it's a song that's perfect for a road trip any day of the week. So time to get your groove on. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. And we'll definitely see you next time. Have fun. Like silhouette